This is Wanda Ellett. The following is a podcast of Your Career is Calling. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and to listen live to Your Career is Calling Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Ryder University's 1077 The Bronx, online at 1077thebronc.com, or via our free Android and iPhone apps. Search and download WRRC1. That's W like Wanda, R like RR like Robert, C like Charlie, the number one. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of Your Career is Calling. Hello, this is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting is ready with her panel of guests to give you all the information you need about finding your career or furthering your career. No matter where you are on your career path, Wanda Ellett has the tips and tricks you need to succeed. Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Ryder University. Let's pick up the line with Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting for your your career is calling only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Good morning. You are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett at Ryder University's radio station 1077 The Bronx and online at 1077thebronc.com. Proudly nominated for a National Association of Broadcasters 2019 Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station of the Year. And we are live in the Killarney Public House studio. Your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind, helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business. The CEO of Me, Inc. I'm here for the next hour and very eager to take your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Behind the glass producing our show today is Ryder University's intern, Anthony Colisano. Yay, Anthony! He's like waving at us. <laughs> I'm giving an air pump. And, and you're hearing Danielle Woolley. We've been laughing. If you heard me giggling when we first started, we've been giggling already. And, you know, I, I just love her. She's very inspirational. If you follow her on Instagram, I follow her on Instagram. And I think, well, Instagram and Facebook, it's kind of mm -hmm. like interchanged. But she's just really fabulous. And if this is the first time that you're listening to the show, um, we've been doing the show. I've been doing the show for about six years. And in the initially what we would talk about were um, – high-level topics like networking, interviewing, all the traditional stuff. And I think when we met, we met at the career fair. Yes. And I don't know how many years ago. Maybe three or four years ago, I would say. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Because we were doing – because you were there at the career fair. And that yes. was funny because I ran into you too. Mm -hmm. And another thing. But anyway, so so Danielle is – Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, right. remember? It was like – what was it? Women's – it's some kind of women's. Uh, that sounds so unlike me. Conference, I know it's so <laughs> unlike it. But anyway, so we in the in the show we would talk about high level topics. And then last year, what we did was fifty two career stories, and um, we, everybody would come on every week and talk about um, you know what was the biggest career lesson. And then this year we're doing overcoming obstacles, and I think it's been a most impactful year because everybody has that mountain they got to climb. And, and, and it's just like, how did, you know, to know that you're not alone and how did other people do it? It's, it's very, I think, impactful. So let me tell you a little bit about Danielle. Hold on. I got to pull my notes up and I hate my phone. Hold on. <laughs> my phone's dying again. She, she is, I think, I don't know if she stops working ever. She's like always working. Um, Danielle is a facilitator, trainer, speaker, and collaborator. Uh, Danielle Woolley is a natural-born connector, networker, speaker, and facilitator who lives by the saying, collect experiences and not things. And I can attest that you're definitely like that. She shares her creative brain, business knowledge, expert ability to connect, and her supportive quali quality network to women in business who love making a difference. She creates a high-vibe client experiences and engagement leading to customer satisfaction, increased sales, and clients that become fans for life. Through, um... 
hang on, I'm sorry, my phone, I, I told you I hate my phone, it's freezing and I can't read everything that you I need You are to. fine. And that actually pretty much sums up most of what I do. <laughs> oh my issues. So the show is now over. Thank you for waking <laughs> up with us. Oh, but let me continue. So through her dynamic speaking, Danielle brings authentic, uh, authenticity and laughter to her talks and loves business brainstorming and consulting through intimately facilitated small groups, group offerings. Her experience with enterprise companies, small business, online entrepreneurs, and network marketing comes from 13 years of consulting, training, and onboarding at a field service focused company and from her own successful businesses over the last 16 years. As a director with FemCity, a global women's network, she also works with collective leaders all over the U.S. to bring local communities of women together to support each other in life and business. And I am just honored and excited to have you here with me today and to discuss a little bit more about you and also your obstacle because you are just, I, 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 I'm always inspired by your, like I said, your Instagram. You're very engaged. Um, I learn a lot from you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, and, and I like to see like some of the things that you do because I like to see what I feel works and, and no offense, like what, you know, I was like, hmm, I don't know. I think maybe I would do that different. I don't know if you want me to tell you those things. <laughs> no, that would be great. So part of what I'm going to talk about. So we did not plan this, by the way, clearly from the <laughs> chatter you heard at the beginning, uh, the way that I love to speak is I like to just see what comes naturally. So yeah. um, what comes to flow, because maybe something that I had in mind is not something that the audience wants to hear, or maybe you from following me had specific questions. But as far as the obstacles go, um, knowing when to, I have two things now that we started talking, is knowing, <laughs> and, and as you can tell, we're going to laugh the whole time, but it'll be, it'll be good. So knowing when to quit doing things, right? Yeah. And the other one is knowing when to unquit. So part of it is, you know, overthinking things and knowing what to yeah. post and when to post. Just using Instagram as an example, just since you brought that up, it's a very yeah. relevant one, I feel, for people listening. Uh, knowing. Well, I think it's the wild what, west out yeah. there. And, 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 and a lot of social. And you're like, ah, oh, that doesn't yeah. feel right. Yeah. And we do it a different way. Nobody really, nobody's really the expert. And I've talked to people who have like hired quote unquote experts. Nobody, nobody knows, you know? So I would say the path that I've been following is actually inspired. You had mentioned Fem City. So there's a woman through Fem City. Her name mm -hmm. is Giselle. Uh, she has a business actually. She goes by the tag Insta Professor if you want to look it up. Mm -hmm. The way that she builds everything is by just kind of trying and failing and being yeah. authentic and posting like what you're up to. Not just business or not just inspiration, but like the whole deal. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's the way to go versus having someone tell you an exact science of do yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. these things. Cause that's what I used to do when I spoke last time about the network marketing business I yeah. used to have is I had to post at certain times and I had to have but that's these what, keywords. what the trend was at the mm -hmm. time. But I don't think, I think the trend now in social media is being, being authentic, being just raw, mm -hmm. just being, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, because everybody's realizing that everybody doesn't have a perfect life, yeah. even though it's out there on, on social media that you're living this perfect life. Nobody has a perfect life. Everybody has challenges. Everybody has problems. Everybody has good days, bad days, good hair days, bad hair days. You yeah, know and I mean? to tie it into obstacles and talking about hair, um, I, for the longest time, have been wanting to let my gray hairs come out. Mm -hmm. So the part that I was concerned with is, you know, for my corporate job, I go Ageism. and speak in front of large um, well, that well, we could talk about yeah. that too. It's actually reversed from one of my other obstacles we'll talk about later. Mm. But um, you know, just worrying like, are they going to be distracted, and am I going to look sloppy because I'm letting my hair go? Like little things yeah. like that. That was an obstacle for me. And then I just hit a point where I said, you know what? 
I've been dyeing my hair and going gray since I was a teenager. It yeah. runs in my family. And, and actually, the trend is a lot of kids. That, apparently, you know, they, I'm cool now. You're cool because, you know, that's what they dye their hair to look like that. <laughs> yeah. So, but that was an obstacle because as soon as I decided to do it, I'm like, mm. you know what? I just don't feel like me. I don't even know what my real color is anymore. And it's yeah. gray, as you can yeah. say. We'll take a selfie and post it on afterwards <laughs> because that's what we do. Um, but even people reaching out to me saying, and, and they don't mean it badly, but if something I had to work on, that was an obstacle. I felt like I was being judged saying, yeah. well, can I just ask, why are you letting your hair go gray? Like, Somebody ask you? Oh, yeah. M- many, many people. I have oh, some wow. people reach out saying, oh, I'm so inspired. I have a friend of mine who stopped dyeing her hair because she said, oh, if you're doing it, I can do it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I love those. And that's what I like doing on Instagram too, um, just since that's what we, we're talking about is trying to find that balance of sharing without oversharing and am I posting just for the sake of posting because you still want to stay relevant um, but for me I'm, I'm all about connecting so I like yeah. to connect and I feel like sharing those little things um, is like is I think it's it's like overcome. I think it's fun like you know I feel like I'm part of your daily life you know what I mean and it's it's cute because some of the things you post are just like I have to laugh and I'm like <laughs> you're so like it's just cute because you're just like uh, you know, like just some of your struggles, like in the day, like, I can't believe this happened. Or even as you're traveling and it was just like, oh, I hope she's okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Like- <laughs> <laughs> About how I pretty much slept in an airport last yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I'm fine. Um, I've been doing that for so long too. That, and some people I feel get inspired by that too. So it's not that my intention is to like post things just to inspire people, but it just happens sometimes. Yeah. And I think, you know, but a lot of your, like just a lot of your stuff, like I said, it's raw and, and that makes it relevant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's honest and, and, and you're just very open and transparent. And I think that that's something that a lot of people are looking for, you know, on that's a trend now. Yeah. And it's therapeutic too. So for some time, even when I first started one of my side businesses where it was social media based and working for a a company for so long, being nervous about making my page public, like Mm -hmm. I nearly had like a mental breakdown of I have to make this public. What are people going to think? Like sweating about it. Uh, meanwhile, I can speak on a stage or in front of a giant multi-million dollar company, no problem. Right. But turning my profile public for people to get to know the real me was terrifying. Well, for me, and nobody even more, cared. Yeah, like, nobody <laughs> cared. And, but it was just, well, sometimes for me, it's more personal because it's just like, you know, I have some stalkers. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, that sounds like another yeah, show. Maybe when show. I get my podcast yeah. going, I'll have you yeah. on. We'll talk about that. <laughs> So it's just like, and, and also like, you know, working and, you know, like working in some of these corporate companies, mm-hmm. they have, um, you know, policies where you're not supposed to be, absolutely uh, you're not supposed to be on social media because they don't want anything that's affiliated. Like if you do something negative, they don't want it, a strike against them. So I started out with my dog and that's why I ha- there's a profile out there for Peter Ellett. And I'm sure that's why. Yeah. You would have done it anyway. No, well, yeah, he's, maybe. He's adorable. He is funny. He's not here with us in the studio today, sadly. Uh, you know, and I, I he was mad about that. <laughs> so he sends his regards. <laughs> yeah, an example, actually a learning lesson I had many years ago for one of my businesses. Um, I was asked to speak at a TEDx event. Mm-hmm. And it was, this is, I'm going to start. Okay, laughing. I'm going to sit there and, and like give you the bow. Oh, oh, thank you. Well, I did wind up doing it because yeah. I freaked out. Um, and it was a learning lesson back then. I didn't think it was a big deal because the, the company I, I was with, it was a small company. And then I started my own thing. And the topic was play. And I had a sexual wellness business on the side. Yeah. 
And also I started it from scratch, you know, did a consultative. It was it was very cool concept. Yeah. Um, but when I went for my approach of going to my company to say like, oh, I'm going to talk about this thing. They yeah. were like, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was like a learning experience to me. Because at the time I'm like, I don't understand what the big deal is. Like yeah. I'll be professional. Um, but that was an obstacle where I had to grow up a little bit very quickly uh, earlier on in my career. Because now obviously tough. I could understand why that's not okay to do because you can't tie those things together. Yeah. And it's just, you know, they don't want to be affiliated with it. Yeah. You know, they don't want to have any, anything like tainted or, you know. Yeah. And that was actually one of my early on talking about my own businesses. Now learning experience that I had, it was a lucrative business. It had a really cool model. Nobody else was doing it and working with other business coaches. I could have sold it and made money from it. Instead Mm. I panicked, shut everything down, got rid of all my inventory um, even got rid of my whole email list because of what happened. Yeah, because I got like I freaked myself out. Like because I was, they I felt said like that I was they in... didn't want you to talk about it. Yeah, which understand, which was totally yeah. understandable and makes sense, one hundred and fifty percent. But because I was younger and didn't quite know what I was doing, trying to figure it out on my own, um, and since then I've had business coaches. So even when I'm mentoring and consulting and working with people, I still have someone I work with too who's been there or, or done more than I have. And, and that was hard for me to do. That's powerful. Yeah. And that goes back to like, you know, how when to say no, mm-hmm. when, like how much is to it. And it's just, you know, it's always learning from others. And, and I just applaud you. Like I said, I just, I learn a lot from you. You're one of my secret mentors, you know, that, you. that I really, I, 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 I think I'll, I, I just learn from you. I often learn from you because I think, you know, like I said, you do a lot of things. You're always trying different things, which I applaud. You're always uh, pushing the boundary and, um, and like I said, you do a lot of things that are just authentic and great and, and just, you know, it's just, I'm getting the cue. I gotta go, we gotta go to break. Ah, I, I, I get so upset, you know, cause it's just like, we're talking and I, I just can't help it. But I have Danielle Woolley with me today and I'm very excited to have you here in studio. And I, I know we're not going to get through everything that we need to get through, but she is a facilitator, trainer, speaker, and collaborator. And she's talking about her uh, biggest obstacle. I, I would say well, there's a couple different obstacles. Yeah. Um, so far we covered... Um, um, how to be authentic mm-hmm. and not overshare, but mm-hmm. share just enough on Instagram, um, where, where to go for a resource. I just happened to mention, mm-hmm. um, so it's called, um, goodness, the Insta professor. If you follow mm-hmm. her, she'll be very helpful. Um, and then we also talked about knowing boundaries too, yeah. between working a business and also being at, at a company. And there again, going back to authentic, you know, what's your authentic you know, being authentic to yourself mm-hmm. and honoring yourself. And being cool now for letting my hair go gray. Yeah, true. That was true. <laughs> um, you are listening to Your Career is Calling and uh, on 1077 The Bronx, and we will be right back after a short break. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can, and you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. We're back. This is Wanda Ellett live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today I am here with the amazing, the wonderful, I'm just going to call her a renaissance woman because she does it all, (laughs) Danielle. I like that. Yeah, you're a renaissance woman. I have to come here more. This is really, like, I feel really amazing (laughs) right now, despite getting up at 5 a.m. I know. It's a tough morning. And that's why I'm really grateful. And then you're going camping. Well, we'll talk about that. And so she's been sharing a lot about her obstacle um well a couple obstacles it was uh being authentic with yourself and and really having the confidence to do what's right for you i think is important uh going gray 
you know, just letting yourself go gray, even though you've been gray from 17, you said? Uh, 15 or 15? 16 is when it started. Actually, I rem- I'm getting a flashback. Clearly, it didn't affect me at all. Uh, it's a Spanish class where I was getting gray hairs pulled out of the back of my head in class. So. Really? Mm-hmm. Why, by a guy? or Yeah, by a friend. Oh, but it was like friendly. It wasn't like... Oh, yeah. Just you know. teasing. Oh, okay. Did he have a crush on you? No. Oh. <laughs> We did actually go to prom together, but as friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think there was more to that. So anyway, so this is Your Career is Calling, and uh, we are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. So I failed miserably because usually I ask people, tell me a little bit more about because you do so much, and you've always done so much. Like even meeting you three, four years ago, I think you were here at the career fair for one company for your corporate job. No, actually, I took I took a vacation day for my oh. corporate job, and actually, they were here, so I visited well, their table. That's what it was because I knew that they were I was here. Sending them, I was sending them leads while I was talking to people here for for my side business. Yeah, um, and I was with a network marketing company at the time. Okay, so let's go back like where you grew up. Like, in that, we'll we'll start there. My goodness, is this a nine hour show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have always been not teased, but people have always joked that you know, one minute I'm going to be a ballerina, the next minute I'm going to be you know a lawyer. Like I've always been very interested in doing different things, all about experiences. Um, and growing up, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I had early out program when I was in high school. I was part of the the business. Oh, really? Like, club. Mm-hmm. So, so I, when did you get out? So I did. I finished normal. Um, like graduated in a normal time, but I finished my day at like 10 a.m. and then went to a job where I had a business mentor who actually came and like really yeah that's it was, a pretty cool it program. was a really cool program. Um, I also came to Ryder University originally for business because I knew that's what I wanted to do, but I didn't actually enjoy. I mean, I'm sure it's wonderful now. I'm making a disclaimer, but um, <laughs> it just wasn't for me. Like it was too businessy for me. So I actually switched gears and went for communications, radio and television. Yeah. I actually had a radio show here. Yeah. It was much dinkier and dinkier um, at that time, but really fun. Did you, know, you go to, to school with, he- was it Heather the Weather Girl? I don't believe so. I graduated. I keep looking at Andrew like he knows. Like Anthony, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, I keep calling him Andrew too. My goodness. He does look like he could be an Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yes, you need middle name. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I've, so I'm, yeah, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to send you a gift card or something. <laughs> okay. He's shaking his head. We're all good now. We're friends again. So <laughs> I like to have fun clearly. You do. Um, but I also, you know, I like to make a difference. So mm-hmm. I would say going back to obstacles. So going through school, this was a great school to come to. Um, I paid for it mostly myself. I did get some help with some grants and some loans. Yeah. Uh, but that was like one of my first obstacles is trying to do it all, decide what I wanted to be when I grew up, uh, also working full time. I worked actually at the Pathmark right up the road, which is now a Whole Foods. And when I couldn't get enough hours there, I actually worked at the Pathmark in Bricktown, which is in uh, Ocean County, New Jersey. Yeah. And fun story there is I was working the day, uh, one of my last days before I came for college, where they all won the lottery. I was not part oh of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I just snorted because I was about to laugh. But, yeah, so that's one of the stories. So every once in a while, my husband will throw in, like, what if you had won the lottery? Why didn't you buy a ticket How that day? How much did they win? Uh, I don't recall. It was a decent amount, though. And then they were all splitting it. People were suing each other because <gasps> they wanted to be a part of it. Something like that. I don't know all the specifics, but... So I was working at a grocery store. So you didn't participate? Like, did they ask you? 
Uh, well, I would go in every once in a while. And, okay. and I just remember working, like I'm getting a flashback now, like working the lottery machine because I did customer service. Yeah. So the reason I'm mentioning all these things is because even when I was younger and I started working that job when I was a teenager, I started working right when it was legal to start working. So yeah. I worked at the boardwalk. I did babysitting. Yeah. Um, Me too. I, you know, I had my own business. I was landscaping. I don't nice. even know what else I did. I, yeah. I did, we used like, to have a leaf raking club too yeah. when I was like, a, before it was legal <laughs> to start working and the kids in the neighborhood, we would. We would go yeah. door to door. We'd figure out who would pay us the most money. Yeah. Um, and that's when I started to feel like a little entrepreneurial too at that point because we figured out like, oh, these people are smarter than us. They're going to give us five bucks and we think that's amazing. Yeah. And then like 700 hours later. So then we got smart and started to charge by the bag. Oh, so wow. like little things like that I picked up. And I think that's why I always talk about collecting experiences versus, you know, the, the title or the thing or the car. I was telling Anthony earlier about how <laughs> I was working so hard that I felt like I needed a nice car. So yeah. while I was in school paying for college, working all these jobs, being a caregiver also. Yeah. So I did live in home care. I worked at the computer lab on campus. I tried doing event catering here. I lasted like two days. It was not for me. God bless all of you. <laughs> Um, I did do wedding catering, though, because that was easy. You just yeah. served the plate. You didn't have to do much yeah. other than just bring it to the table. So I've done a lot of things. I've also had photography businesses. I remember the photography mm-hmm. business because you were doing that. You were recently doing that. Yeah, too. so I, I've done that for a long time, and yeah. I actually loved it. And I had a whole business built around doing videography and photography. I loved doing more so the photojournalistic aspect, capturing mm-hmm. the moments, capturing the experiences in case you're sensing a theme here. Uh, but then I got to the point where the money became more important because of all these responsibilities and paying for school and paying for rent. And I had to have this new car that I was working so hard for, but I couldn't afford. And so those are all obstacles that now as I'm I'm trying to streamline things mm-hmm. and trim things out, even though it looks like I'm doing a ton, it took me a while to get here. Mm-hmm. So even like last year, I got to a point where I just felt so overwhelmed that I needed to just stop doing everything and kind of go back to figuring out who I was again. And that's critical. And I think that that's a, a common thread for many people right now. And I think it's another trend. And and just like really, you know, with the, was it Marie Cohn? What's that name? The woman? You Have you heard about that woman? Maria Kondo or Kondo? Oh, Marie Kondo. Kondo, yes. yeah. I think that's how you say yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the simple, making everything simple and cleaning everything out and simplifying and, you know, just really, you know, parting with things that no longer serve you mm-hmm. and and just really getting and there it goes back to the trend of social media to really be authentic and and to show like you know and it's interesting too because i follow a lot of celebrities and they seem to be the ones that i think that are interesting really do that well as well you know they just really show you this is my closet it's a mess <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm not this perfect so they, so person. they build a giant house to yeah. house all their shoes yeah yeah <laughs> and then it's just like but here are all my shoes and that's don't even go there you know what i mean and they'll have somebody come in to help them organize and then just even getting organized how that impacts your life so how do you feel that that's impacted your life now like overcoming so everything things? i feel that i do or that's around me does have an energy to it so that mm-hmm. might sound woo woo to you guys no but it's it's true but it, it really is and it has to do with who i'm connected with also. So the way that I became an expert networker and connector is that I just wanted to know and learn and absorb from everybody until That's I was dangerous until I was burnt out from it. Yep. Like I felt like people were coming up to my face, you know, the night at the Roxbury where they're like, do you want to dance? Do you want to dance? <laughs> Everyone getting a visual right now. That's how I started to feel at networking events in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. People throwing business cards in yeah. my face. What do you do? Oh, I don't need you. What do you do? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's one of my pet So, And peeves. I would say you don't know who I know. And it's something I love doing. Yeah. So it, originally that was an obstacle I had to work on because I felt like I was, you know, 
Let me help you. Touting myself up. Yeah. But it's just true. Like, I genuinely want to help people, but only the right energies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to keep, and the boundaries. We could talk Mm -hmm. about boundaries. I think that's an important thing to Mm -hmm. to talk about. Because for me, that's that's a miserable, miserable uh, thing. And it's been a very difficult thing to, to learn how to do. Um, setting boundaries, but we're, we're getting the cue. Uh, this is Wanda Elliott with Danielle Woolley. She's a Renaissance woman. She's a true Renaissance woman. Live in the Killarney Public House Studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. And again, that's 877-900-1077. And she's been sharing some great insight into all of her op- these different obstacles that I'm sure all of us have faced, whether you're a man or a woman. Um, just being, I guess, authentic to yourself really learning about yourself and it's i think that is probably one of the most difficult things you can ever do is to just really be honest with yourself and Mm -hmm. i think that that's a huge thing um we'll be right back after a short break Um, can you hear me now yes we can and you've called back just in time let's hop over to the other line with wanda ellett so she can go over all the career networking and resume building advice you need to succeed in your career only on 1077 the bronc and 1077 thebronc.com this is Wanda Ellett live in the Clarny Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today I am here with, I, I hope it's okay that I'm calling it the Renaissance woman. Well, now I'm going to look because this is how my brain operates. I'm going to look and see, like, is there a thing tied to this already? Can this be part of my brand? Does the domain exist? I'm going to buy it in the car on the way home. But that's what I'm trying to stop doing. Oh my god! I love her. This is Danielle Woolley, and uh, we are taking your calls at eight seven seven nine hundred one zero seven seven. Again, that's eight seven seven nine hundred one zero seven seven. But before we continue our conversation, we have our producer Anthony with his segment, "Fighting Your Future." Adulting, going to work, choosing a career. Sounds difficult, right? Well, not anymore. Your Career is Calling presents Finding Your Future. Our producer will clear up career confusion each week and shine a light on available job listings, including how to apply and get in contact with featured employers. Get the latest tips on how you can better your career path with Finding Your Future. Underwritten in part by Career Development and Success at Rider University. For information online, it's rider.edu forward slash careers. Now, here's our producer with this week's segment of Finding Your Future. Rugs USA, located in Cranberry, New Jersey, is looking for a full-time studio product photographer. Responsibilities include, but are not limited to, working closely with the senior photographer and art director to mold, evaluate, and evolve our brand image with lighting and styling standards. Shoot, edit, and produce digital photography of home products for marketing and sales materials and maintain a high rate of image production while following imagery guidelines and quality standards. Qualifications for the job are a bachelor's degree in photography, preferred but not required, equivalent combination of education, technical training, and and experience may be considered, expert knowledge of Adobe Photoshop and Adobe CC, strong photo editing and retouching skills, extensive knowledge of cameras, lighting, and composition, ability to think outside of the box and deliver brand quality imagery, being proactive, self-motivated, and flexible, being ready and willing to lift heavy photo equipment, set set pieces, and props, while also having excellent attention to detail. Should you be interested in this job, visit Rye University's Handshake website to find out more about this job and other jobs as well. This has been Anthony Colasano with this week's edition of Finding Your Future.
That's a wrap for this week's segment of Finding Your Future. Our producer will be back next week with more available job listings and tips for your career. Finding Your Future is underwritten in part by Career Development and Success at Rider University. For information online, it's rider.edu forward slash careers. See you next Sunday for Finding Your Future exclusively on Your Career is Calling on 107.7 The Bronx. Excellent job, Anthony. Or, uh, can I call you Andrew now? He's smiling. He's mad. It's Anthony Colasano. Excellent job. And then Danielle's giving me the look, too. So anyway, so we've had a fun time so far. So we were talking about, um, before the break, setting boundaries. Yes. And how that can be a huge obstacle. And we were talking about so much during the break. We'll get into that, too, if we can. So go ahead. So so part of that actually ties into stuff we were just talking about during the break. So now I'm throwing off because that was such a good segment. Yay, Anthony. Yay. Okay. <laughs> I like to give credit where it's due. So, (laughs) boundaries. So, going from the boundaries from personal, but then also business and career, they're all intertwined. Yeah. So, part of that is when you find that you maybe find some kind of, let's just say, a motivation or inspirational quote that you live by, just because I know that we were talking about trends before. Yeah. So some people say, you know what, just work hard and you'll get there. Just keep going, keep working hard, keep trying new things, but you need to know when to start editing. Yeah, that's, so that's hard. If, if you don't have a boundary, if you don't know what you're working for, but you're a per- great person, you're a great worker, you know a lot of things, and you're working, 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 you could go two, three, four, five years in a career or 20 a business. Years. 20, yeah. And just kind of look up and like, wait, what, what am I doing exactly? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm working hard, but is this what I should be doing? And I know there's sayings out there like, don't should yourself to death. Right. But is this what you want to be doing? Take time to sit and reevaluate because what was important to you two, three years ago may not be important to you now. Yeah, and I think about like even some of my friends that, you know, we talk about periodically about careers and what's going on with you and that kind of thing. And, and I think, you know, what's your mission? What's important? Like you're saying, what's important? Some people, they don't care what they're working on right now. They just work on whatever they're in a current job because it's, it's serving another purpose, whether that's, you know, paying for education or affording them a lifestyle, or they may not necessarily be happy. They may not be authentic with themselves. They may not necessarily be living your passion. And it just, you know, and, and, and I've, got had discussions about this with many people about like oh if you're living your passion that's all a crock you know but I think you know one of the things we talked about too is um years like uh, when I first started doing the show by myself spaghetti minds and it's drawing it's killing me because I can't think of um it's spaghettiminds.com and he this this gentleman came on and I can't remember his name but he it was very impactful to me because we were talking about how you connect in connect out and it's when we started talking about your sang- like you went to the sanctuary and and the importance of sometimes when you connect in too much you know what i mean you have too many people coming after you and taking pieces of you you need that time to and and also you're like going out i was just gonna say it's not only just them taking you figure going back to boundaries if yeah. i didn't have those boundaries up and i was you, you giving, have a hard time saying no i i, I did yeah i did yeah. i did yeah and it was because i said well maybe this is what i should be doing mm-hmm. or you know i'm really great at so many things and it, and for me to even say that i used to feel awful saying that but it's the truth but you're talented you're a very and talented knowing woman. where to put my energy was important and it actually Tying it to a couple of things. One is if I hadn't just said, okay, I'm stopping everything right now to kind of figure out me, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gone through a really, I don't want to say terrible time, but it was truth, like a really terrible mental state. Yeah, but where, your body tells you. 
where your body, I that's just when stopped you start doing, getting, yeah. you know, back injuries, you start mm-hmm. getting neck injuries, you start getting these injuries because your body is saying, slow down. Yeah. So I had, that was, that was like, so 10 years ago, I did all that. So then that didn't, my body listen. still didn't listen. So it, uh, it, it, I got attacked in my mental health state. Mm-hmm. So stuff that had come up that I hadn't dealt with maybe 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I started going and, and, you know, I started therapy for it because out of nowhere, I'm like, I'm a go, go, goer. I make things happen. I get stuff done and I'm always helping and giving like I should be happy like what's going on and mm-hmm. it was all internal I had to deal with and it was an opportunity where I actually had someone who's a, a good friend now who came up to me and said you know I'm, I'm working on this thing I thought of you would you be into it and I didn't know how to say no but I'm glad <laughs> I didn't say no because we're talking about it and you know she recognized something was going on with me and she said you know are you okay you know tell me about you what do you have going on so here she is telling me about this amazing beautiful sanctuary for women and children and animals to like feel safe and, you know, to be able to get support and to reconnect with their faith. And she's like, it sounds like that's what you need. Yeah. So I, she, you know, she was there to help me. So I did, she, I went up to the sanctuary. It's called Light, Light to Earth Sanctuary. It's in Asbury, What's it New Jersey. Light to Earth? Light to Earth. Okay. Um, and don't laugh at me because we're talking about taking things off my plate, but I'm actually uh, one of the co-fundraising chairs just because it's something that really resonates <laughs> with I'm me. sorry, I have to laugh. Because well, that's how you were approached with yeah. it. You know what I mean? And it's a way to give back as well. And and it's, you know, and, and again, it's, it's an opportunity um, and it's something that you're passionate about and, and getting back to like, you know, that's the importance of like, once you get quiet with yourself, it's a very scary thing to do. It was. And I never understood it because I went from a point, like even going back to my network marketing business mm-hmm. where I would coach people on how to use wellness products. And like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why you're having a hard time. Like you just read the instructions and you do it. Mm-hmm. Cause at the time that worked fine for me. But when I started dealing with these you know, stupid things in my head, which Mm -hmm. are not stupid. So if anybody's listening, like if you think something is important to you, it is. If it's something you're sad about, share it, talk about it. Um, Because I I hit a point where I couldn't, like my weight got out of control again. I just Mm -hmm. didn't feel like myself. And then now I'm like, oh, I understand what all these other people were going through. So going back to an experience, I'm glad that all these things happen because I feel like I can better handle them moving forward. And it helps me connect with other people with what they're going through and be more real. And I think, too, like once you get quiet and you understand like what's important to you and just really, you know, getting and that's that's a scary thing to do to be authentic. And especially, you know, I think it's an obstacle if you are talented, if you're a bright person to know like what direction should I go in, you know, because you, I believe anybody can do anything they, they set their mind to. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, to me, you could do it. You could climb that mountain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I really believe that from the bottom of my heart and it may take somebody a little bit longer, but I think if you really have that passion in your heart, that if, you know, sometimes you're not meant to do it, and the but door were closed. But sometimes you want to figure that out for yourself. Yeah, so you the need other to walk piece that too door. is knowing to find. So I, I now know the reason. And that's why. part of your editing too, because it's just like, when do I walk away? Mm-hmm. And so I now know that the reason I was doing all this networking and connecting is because I, even though I had all these people, like I still felt alone because I felt like nobody could relate to what I was was going through. You know, losing my mom when I was a teenager, and I'm sorry. you know, thank you, and then being with you know. The, the type of person I am, not to just, desc- yeah. we just described the whole show with, with that type of person I am, but not having anyone in my family like me, not that they didn't love me, but like, I really felt like I was the only person like me and like mm-hmm. still, still trying to work it out at 36 or 37. I don't even know how old I am now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was born in 82. Someone do the math for me. Um, you know, still trying to find that tribe. So my goal right now is to be myself, collect experiences, but then share them and helping yeah. other people share so they can feel like they're connected with other people in the world. 
That's powerful. That's amazing. And we're getting the cue. We're going to go to break. This is Wanda Elliott live in the Clarny Public High Studio. And I'm here with the amazing, the wonderful, the Renaissance woman, uh, Danielle B. Woolley. And we'll be right back after a short break. See you guys. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. And you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Danielle, we're back. And I we talked about it during the break. After six years of doing this show, over six years, you know, I it, it sounds so, like, just fake. You know, how can that be? But it it's true. Every week I sit here and 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 I I'm just blown away. Like it just goes. The time goes so fast. I really that we could talk for all day. <laughs> I, I, maybe we should work on that. Let's put that in the project for uh, Q2 2020. <laughs> this was a fast show. So do you have any last bits of wisdom? Yeah, I would say the the biggest thing that's coming to mind for me right now is that if you're listening and you are really trying to just work hard and give back and do your job and, you know, be the best that you can be throwing all those taglines in there, please, please, please give yourself the opportunity, whether it is once a week, once a month, like whatever the, the frequency is for you to just do nothing so that you can take time to evaluate where your time is being spent uh, is it important to you? Uh, just because you said you were going to do it, it's okay to change your mind. Uh, and it's okay, I think, to take a hundred times. Like, as long as you need to do that, you take it. Mm-hmm, you because, know, don't let anybody bully you into... Yeah, you know, and it's not only that. It's not that you're letting other people bully you, but you're don't bully yourself. That's true. Don't too. bully yourself, because that's what I was doing. It's like, well, I said I was going to do these 42 things, so now I have to. <laughs> but who's telling me to do that? I am. Yeah. It's so silly. Yeah. So, and then uh, just having difficult conversations too. So if you feel that something's not going well, uh, come at it from a place of caring and wanting to give and wanting Kindness. to make things better. Right. Um, not, and cause I, I've been known for this too, not intentionally, but just when you get so busy and you're going back to back and just kind of spitting things out, like, nope, that's wrong. Don't do that. It can come across as nitpicky or condescending. Yeah. Just take a step back and slow down. That's important. And you're amazing. And now what else? Like, is there anything that you want to promote? Anything you want to talk about? Like any business stuff? or Yeah. So I would really love to talk about Fem City because Mm -hmm. I get asked the question, why? And then thinking back to Instagram, maybe I'll start doing a why Wednesday. Like, why are you going gray? Why do you still work a full-time job? Why do you have side businesses? Why are you doing Fem City? And Fem City for me is a way for me to connect with the women that I wish I had throughout my journey. So not that the people in my life aren't amazing, but everybody has their own separate types of needs. And I mentioned, and now I don't know if we talked about it during the break or if it was on the air now. Cause it, was on, we, it was during the break. It was during the break. Podcast. Okay. Yeah. Talking about like, well, podcasts we could talk about next time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but focusing on where I lost my train of thought, which is so unlike me. I can keep going forever. So you were talking about... Uh, the Femme City and the women you wish you had. Yes, thank you. Yeah, well, that does tie to the podcast, but putting a pin in that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the Femme City. So the reason I do that is I usually have people say like, well, you already have a network. Like, why do you need to like pay to have friends? It reminds me back to when I went to college here yeah. and I was a president of Five Sigma Sigma. Yeah. And they said, well, I don't understand. Why do you have to pay to be in a sorority? Like, And it's about that commitment and the support and the structure yeah 
to have people that are on the same vibe as me, willing to go out of the way to help me both personally and professionally. It's an opportunity for me to tap into the type of women I want to surround myself with while they're pouring into me too. And we'll go back to the whole woo-woo thing. If you think it's woo-woo-y, then it's not for you. But if you're like, wow, I wish I had a community of women everywhere in the world. Like the woman I mentioned before, she lives in Texas. I don't don't know why I mentioned her 500 times. Apparently there's something going on there. But, (laughs) But even like Violet, Diayala, she's the one who founded it. And it started with her being sick of the type of networking events that were around her. And there's a couple of great organizations I'm a part of that I love, like E-Women. I'm going to their conference next week in Texas also, coincidentally. Uh, There's ETT Women in New Jersey. There is Babes in Business. They're all incredible groups. And if I left someone off, I'm sorry. You know I love you. But out of all of them, it's just something special about that group. So she just started getting women together to talk about how they could support each other in business. And people started following on social media saying, oh, where can I join one of these by me? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm just having lunch with my friends and supporting each other in our small businesses. And it just grew from there. We have over 80 locations. Wow. Um, It started off. Yeah. I was traveling, feeling a little bit lonely because I travel often. And that's the thing, too. And especially women in business. We didn't even touch about one of your obstacles about being a woman in business. Yes. A young woman. Um, how difficult that is, and um, and even ageism, like even now, like you know, being perceived older because of the grant. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we and, and so earlier on in my career, it was that because going back to Pathmark, we never finished that story either. Yeah. Is I was very young at that job, and I went from front end cashier to new hire trainer and customer service, like all like bang, 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 bang. Cause that's just how I I was. Yeah. And I had the older women actually, you know, annoyed with me yep. and like giving me a hard time. I'm like, why aren't they supporting me? I don't understand. Yeah, because like- <laughs> you don't get it. And it's like women supporting women and it should be very easy, but it's not. It never is. And especially if you're in a male dominated industry. Yeah, and then tying that to just, my career you know, job. It just really yeah, is my- just... I, I like how I, I tie and like have segmenting, but to my career job, like they're all the same. They're all the same. <laughs> but I'm tying it to that. I was young. So I started that back in 2006. I just celebrated my 13 year anniversary. And Congratulations. Thank you. And I get asked all the time, well, why do you still work full time? Why do you have business? It's just, I love everything that I'm doing. And I to think, you know, I, I talk about this often. I think in today's industry and today's landscape of ec- the economic landscape, you need to have multi threads of income. You can't just say, you know, old school, like if you're lucky enough to be in a company more than two years, God bless. You know, the people that are in companies for 20, 30, 40 years, it's, it's more, that's more the anomaly than the trend. Yeah. Um, the average time for Gartner is two, I think two, two and a half years. Wow. You know? Yeah. So to, for the career piece of it when I was younger, so 2006, I'm a young woman going into these established field service companies and telling them what to do. Not that I was, but that's how some of the older gentlemen took it. So that was very challenging for me, trying to figure out how to train them and teach them and give them suggestions that they thought was their own idea (laughs) so that they would accept it. That's huge because Mm -hmm. I remember like somebody one time saying to me, oh, we got one minute. I got to go. Okay. (laughs) We got to go. So how can people get in touch with you? Oh, goodness. So for right now, uh, you you can go to my website, daniellewoolley.com. If you're interested in learning more about Fem City, there's a link on the tab there. You can reach out and book time to speak with me. I also, for women, do a virtual online connection group where we get to bring storm together in a really relaxed atmosphere where it feels more connected. You're not having to run all over the place to yeah. go to events. You can email me at daniellebee at gmail.com. 
Well, thank you very much today. It's just really been amazing, and I can't thank you. We could sit here all day, and and, and it was just and still like never come up with multiple things, you know, like that. I mean, never come up with like duplication of what we've been talking about. So thank you very much for today. Thanks for having me. So in closing, to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career, take a tour of the On Demand Library on 1077thebronc.com, where we have over six years worth of shows on every aspect of job transition and career management. You can listen to us anywhere as you can download the 1077 The Brinks free iPhone or Android apps from the App Store. You simply search WRRC1 or WRRC2, and that's Whiskey Radio Radio Charlie 1, Whiskey Radio Radio Charlie 2. We would love to hear from you during the week. You can check out and like our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, G45 Consulting, and you can check out my website, g45consulting.com. Hold on. I'm sorry. My phone is... It's kind of funny because, like, it looks like somebody's scrolling through my phone, but it's not happening. Um, hold on. Um, uh, we would love to hear from you during the week. Uh, you can, uh, like I said, check out our, and like our Facebook pages, uh, which we went through, uh, where you can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society um, or the Secret Mentor Society Boot Camp. It's a, a boot camp. It's a 10-day intensive uh, uh, course that is proven to help our alumni it, and um uh, I have classes available for the I have space available for the September class and um lastly we want to thank our producer Anthony Colodosano also John Moses um Harwell Express Press G45 Consulting our sponsors and also the Office of Career Success and without any of these people or groups we could not do this show without them and lastly we thank you our listeners we could not do this show without your support and you listening in each week and we hope this show has proven to inspire you and to help you overcome any obstacle that you're facing and I hope you have a fantastic week we're going to be here next Next week with another outstanding guest. Uh, have a great week.